Blog Talk Radio. See, I've been watching you for a while, smiling stuff, but I don't know if I can be with you for the night. Alright, that alright, baby, baby. Tune in every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on the bottom line with Joey L. On 
of the New Evolution Radio Network. Don't 
put a period where God put a comma. And when you turn it up to 159 watts, you know, you keep turning it up. You like, you stop dimming your light. You say, today is the first day of the rest of my life. You turn it up. You're going to find people that can't handle your light. And before today, you might have dimmed your light. You might have shrunk a little bit. You might have tempered it down a little bit. But after today, I want you to see this. After today, turn the lights up. After today, you don't dare dim your light. As your light gets brighter, as your light gets brighter, you're going to disrupt some people. And they're going to tell you your light's too bright. Your light's too bright. Your light's too bright. Your light's too bright. Then you just look at them and say, well, I'm not dimming my light. I'm just going to hand you some shade. Do you have a big plan? Um, yes, I got a big plan. I'm going to be leaving the world soon. No, and no. Going... Before you oh, leave, okay. before you, no, before you leave. That's my big plan. No, no, because you're doing valuable work. Do you have a plan of how we could make civilization better, more humane? Yes, more, yes. Okay. Education. Quite simply, read and study and turn off the television. Turn off all the silly nonsense of government, and it's just incredible nonsense. And start educating yourself. The United States federal government is a privately owned company. It's a corporation. The whole government. Of course. It's a private, it's like General Motors, Ford Motor Company, uh, Sears. Uh, it's, a, it's a privately owned, but see, most people don't understand. The United States government is a corporation. It is a privately owned company. Who owns it? Oh, well, that's different. Now you're getting... Now, <laughs> no, I'm asking the yeah, right Now you're asking the right question. <laughs> right. Who owns so, <clears throat> so there's a world of difference between the United States and the word United States of America. Oh, really? United States of America is a republic. Uh-huh. It's based on the, con- con- uh, the, the, the bringing together of 48 separate countries. Each, uh-huh. each state in this unit is a separate country. Okay. And so you're crossing over from... California to Nevada is like crossing over from France to Spain. Right. And so you can't do things in Nevada you can do in California. So you, you can't do things in, Cal- in New York that you can do in Florida. The United States is the recognition of separate countries, but the United States of America means... Those are United States. So, but each one's a state, like uh, like the state of Virginia is like the state of Israel. Right. It's a country. It's referred to as a state. And As a matter of fact, you know, there's a world of difference between <clears throat> there's a world of difference in words and law. I mean, when you go to court, there's a very big difference between a trial by jury or a jury trial. Doesn't mean the same thing. Uh-huh. There's a very big difference between California State and the state of California. Doesn't mean the same it thing. Doesn't? No, what, no. Like what's the difference there? Cal, Cal State is the state we uh-huh. call California. That's the state. Uh-huh. But state of California yeah. is different. What? That has nothing to do with California. That's the federal government operating within the confines of the state of California. Oh. So anytime you see the state of, that means it's a federal corporation 
operating within California. But California is called Cal State. That's why you have California State University, California State this and California State. That's California. But state of California is the federal government. Mm. Do people know that Duluth? No, 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 no. People don't know any of this. None of this. Nobody. Because it doesn't have anything to do with football. So who the hell needs to know about any of this stuff? I need to know because I don't like being played for a fool. Yeah. I want to know who's running this country. You don't want to be manipulated. I, 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 don't, I refuse to be manipulated. I want to know exactly who's doing what. I want to know how they're doing it and how are they messing with my mind and my money and my family. So I want to know. 99% of people I run into, they couldn't care less as long as the beer's cold and football's on. They don't care. But when people vote for, like, a president, what is happening? That you go to the polls. What is a poll? I mean, you know, a poll is when you take a you take a consensus of the people. Which one of these fruitcakes do you want to bow down to and give your money to? Do you want this group all here, or that airhead here, or this dingaling over here? Right. We just want to know the basic concept. What, what do you, which one do you people like? It obviously doesn't <clears throat> seem to matter. They all work for me, so it doesn't matter. But but uh, but right. to make you people happy, would you rather have a woman over here? Would you rather have a black guy? Or would you rather have this uh, old white man? Which one would you like? Nothing uh, changes. You mean Obama says... Like, it doesn't yeah, matter, because yeah. I own them all anyway. Right. It's who, just who, business. Who Come on. This is a mob. Well, who is the mob? We're talking We're talking the mafia here. Well, we're who, talking who, the underworld. Who, who are these people? You know, the, the, the Illuminati, the... Um, just the, business. Nothing personal. Don't take this personal. <laughs> but there's someone behind it. That's oh, you bet there is. Huh? Yeah. But they're in Europe. They are. Yeah. I've always been interested in the occult. Occult is simply a word meaning hidden. And so much of our powers in this world and the way things work are, are hidden. And uh, the more one looks at this subject of how the world actually works, you begin to see that there's a magical system. And I'm telling you, there really is a magical system dominating the world of the Western civilization to go to the basis, the fundamental foundation on which things sit in order to understand. Begin to see how magical use of words and terms and symbols are used. You need to start looking at the world of the occult in politics and religion. And the powers that be in this world have set up a world of symbols and emblems and terms and catchphrases. And it, once you understand how this system works, it's fascinating because for the first time, the world opens up to you a whole new perspective on how government works, on how banks work, on how institutions and education, it is very well planned, organized, and directed. There is a hidden agenda, so to speak. And it's been my... Uh, desire to uncover this and once you begin to see the symbols and realize that the symbols for the national coats of arms for countries the flags the seals the presidential seals the emblems for the logos and emblems on corporate uh, corporations especially the uh, 
the, the corporate emblems for motion pictures and television companies like Columbia Broadcasting System, CBS has the I. The Colombian uh, system goes back to the Colombian faction of the Illuminati back in the early 1700s, not the late 1700s. And I set up a system of merchant banking and had their Phoenician Canaanite symbols and words connected to their societies, their banking societies. We're talking about in the Middle, in the middle East. And then through the Greece and ultimately through Rome and then into Britannia and ultimately into this country comes an ancient Druidic Phoenician Canaanite magical system of finance, government, education, and all of it is right in front of you. But if you don't understand what the words are and what the words mean, you're never going to figure out how uh, this stuff works. And incidentally, where, where do you find a bank? We go to banks all the time. Where do you find a bank? Banks are on both sides of a river. They're called river banks. What does a river bank do? It directs the flow of the current sea. Your money is referred to as the current sea. This is why when you go to court, you have the current electricity because it's the juice. And if you don't have the juice, you don't have it. So if you don't have the juice, you can't capitalize. And the capital is a Latin word meaning money. Consequently, Caesar ruled from what was referred to in history books, Caesar ruled from up on the hill. It was called Capitol Hill, Capitoline Hill with the Senate. You need to understand that Washington, D.C. as a Jesuit Catholic establishment under international maritime admiralty law. And once you begin to see how the system of the ancient uh, Catholic system the Jesuits, the ancient Roman Empire, the Phoenician Canaanite banking system is all part of a world dominating system. And again, I'm saying you better do your homework. You need to understand that according to the old Phoenician Canaanite system, which we call today our judicial education and judicial system, there is no law in this country or in the Western world no law, federal, state, county, city, commercial, it makes no difference. There is no law on the books anywhere in this country that applies to you as an individual creature. There is no law. They have no control over you, your flesh and blood self. But somebody has to control this show. And so consequently, the ancient Phoenician Canaanites developed a, new, a system by which they would assign to every person a second you. And this is the way it works in America. There is two of you. Consequently, the system has made each one of you a corporation. And how, how now do you distinguish which one, uh, when someone's addressing you, that they're addressing you as the one that your mother gave birth to or the corporate you. For every piece of important bills, insurance, driver's license, identification, uh, taxes, I don't care what it is. If it's a piece of business, period, in any kind of way, shape, or form, your name must, by law, 
international maritime admiralty banking law, your name must appear in all capital letters. When you sign your name, upper and lower case, that is applying to your body. Your, your flesh and blood self is spelled, according to British and American law, upper and lower case, capital letter, lower case. That's you, your personal self. There is no law that can be applied to an upper and lower case name, period. Pass and read on a check what, what is said where you sign your name. That's why the attorneys tell you, you better check the small print. The Bible of Business on the Earth. Uniform Commercial Code. Uniform Commercial Code is based directly on Vatican Canon Law, on the Roman Canon Law. Consequently, when a ship pulls into port, it pulls in and stops in its call, in its berth. The ship is now in its berth. Because it is on the law of the high seas, or commercial maritime, UCC commercial law, rules the seas. So when the ship pulls into its berth, the first thing the captain must do is to present a certificate of manifest to the port authorities, which means that the port authorities need to know how much is on this ship that you're bringing into our country and our economy. How many TVs, how many cars, uh, whatever you're bringing, how much are you bringing into our economy? So you have to have a certificate of manifest of what is the value of your ship here. What are you doing? Consequently, when you are born, you come out of your mother's water. Therefore, you must have a birth certificate, a certificate of manifest, because you are a corporation-owned item. You are a human resource. This goes back to the German Nazi concept that every human coming out of their mother's water must be birthed. And therefore you have to have a certificate, a manifest, to see how much this individual is going to make for us in our new world order. I'm telling you that until you understand the laws, the symbols, the emblems, what these words mean, you're never going to suspect how far gone we really are. Did you know, for instance, that your birth certificate is a security on the stock exchange in the New York stock market? Did you know that? Because if you order your birth certificate, get a new one, order your birth certificate, it only costs you, sometimes it's free, it only, only costs you a few dollars, order your birth certificate. On your birth certificate, all birth certificates in this country, on the bottom, it will tell you, this is printed on security papers. Do not accept, if not on full color security paper. Then on the right-hand corner, you will always have a series of numbers, red numbers, printed on the, on the birth certificate. Those numbers are a security stock exchange number on the world stock exchange. You go to any good stock office and ask them, check these numbers in your computer and see how much this stock is worth, the certificate. And they will check it on the New York Stock Exchange and find you, your birth certificate, is a stock on the stock exchange in America. Why? Because you are worth money to the international bank that bought you in 1930. We need to wake up. Greatest single enemy to this totalitarian system is a free people of free people who can do their own thinking, investigate everything, and have the ability to, to 
confront the powers that be. And of course we were called, America was called the land of the free and the home of the brave. We are not free and we are not brave. And that in fact this is our land. So beginning with that premise, whether you're more or not more, I'm going to start with what law really is. Most of us think that we go into a courtroom and understand the difference between a court and a courtroom, that uh, the people who purport to use law really use words of art to make you believe, in fact, that law is uh, on the table when you walk into a courthouse or a courtroom, when in fact that's not true. And I would like to share with you tonight, regardless of your religious persuasion, what law really is. Law, and as Muslims would say, all law, is A-L-L -L space L-A-W, all law, all law. So for anyone who's of a Christian persuasion, don't be misled, and when you hear the term all law, all law is God, all right, that is also what we would say in lawful terms, a misnomer. All law is not God. God has no capacity and no standing to all law. Because God means governmental ordinance departments. There is no comparison. Now, who can use law? Law can only be used by people who are in their sovereign capacity. And I was, as I will share with you tonight, the majority of the people in the world, and I'm not going to get into all of the details about that, but the majority of the people in the world, 99% of them live in slavery today. So in 1863, via the Emancipation Proclamation, and I challenge you to go look in a law dictionary and look up the definition of emancipation and proclamation, and you will see that a proclamation is not a law. A proclamation is a public announcement by elected officials. It is not a law. So the Emancipation Proclamation of 1863 did not set any slaves free. What it did was standardize slavery, the United States being the model for the standardization of slavery that all of the other nations around the world, as they reduced their people from their sovereign capacity and forced them to join nation states, then they were able to issue statute, codes, ordinances, resolutions on them. And a statute, as in a state statute of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, is not a law. It is corporate policy of the corporation that calls itself the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania Incorporated. All right? Now, a code is not a law. The United States codes the code of the laws of the United States of America that are used in federal court and the Supreme Court are not law. They are what they say they are. They are codes, ordinances, and resolutions of a municipality of the city of Philadelphia, which is a private, nonprofit corporation that calls itself the city of Philadelphia, an ordinance and a resolution, as in parking ordinances, they are not law. They are what they say they are. They are ordinances and they are resolutions, all right? And the reason they are not law is because the only people who can issue law are people who are acting in their sovereign capacity.
And the people who sit in these seats as elected officials are not, in fact, in their sovereign capacity. They are in a corporate ward status, meaning that they are wards of the state. They are members of the corporation, which is a nonprofit, that calls itself the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. And as long as they have a birth certificate on record with the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, with that birth certificate being a contract, a birth certificate is a contract, and as long as you have a contract with the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania Incorporated, you belong to them, and that's what slavery really is. Right? So who can use law? If you are a member of a corporate ward state, if you are a member of a corporate ward nation that calls itself the United States of America, you are a citizen. Look in the law dictionary and look up the definition of citizen. A citizen is not a sovereign. A resident is not a sovereign. Therefore, if you use an address, which is a fictitious number associated with a designation issued by a corporate ward, right, then you become under the jurisdiction of those people who are also corporate wards but who are also slaveholders, all right? So if you are operating in that capacity, law does not apply to you. If you are a resident of the city of Philadelphia, which is a private, nonprofit corporation, and you say you are a resident of the city of Philadelphia, then the ordinances and the resolutions of that private, nonprofit corporation apply to you. If you are a citizen of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania Incorporated, which is a private, nonprofit corporation, then the Statutes of that nonprofit corporation apply to you. If you are a citizen of the United States of America, which is a private nonprofit corporation, then the code of the laws, right, apply to you. But if you are a sovereign of the Moorish Empire, those ordinances, those resolutions, those codes, those statutes do not apply to you because you are not a member of the corporate ward state. It's as simple as that. And they understand the difference. This is why on their documents they use words of art. They use the word label. They use the word person. They use the word address. All of these things that place you in their jurisdiction and you unknowingly fill out forms every day. And every time you fill out a form, you enter into a contract. I don't care what kind of form it is. It's a contract. A driver's license application is a contract. A social security application is a contract. When you call up the telephone company and you make a verbal contract over the telephone, this is why they can bill you. When you sign a deed, it is a contract. When you fill out a voter registration form, it is a contract. Does everybody understand that? Don't ever think. Every, anything that you put your signature on becomes a contract. All right? Now, the fact that you are not in your sovereign status means that you make a contract as a minor. They don't care. They know you are a minor because... And, and to be other than a minor, you have to be in your proper person at law. And how we write that is this. Can I have a 
question? Can, can you bear with me for a minute and let me put this on because uh, I can't. Can y'all see that? Impropria persona. Impropria persona. When you are in your corporate ward status, you look like this to the court. Pro se. Pro se meaning they get you in the court and they bring someone in called a... Got that? Pro se cuter. A prosecutor, because you're in a corporate board status. Now, if you're in proper persona, say in their criminal allegations, the prosecutor cannot come into the courtroom and say anything to you because you're not in pro se status. Makes sense, right? The issues of law. The issues of law are threefold. The issues of law are status, jurisdiction, and adjudication. The first thing that happens when you walk into a courtroom in your corporate ward status is that they already make the assumption that you are a ward of the state and that you don't know any better. So they immediately start adjudicating you. As the first thing that happens when we walk into a courtroom is that we place our status on the record. On the record. We come in with our flag. We come in with our treaty. We come in with the Constitution. We sign with them. And understanding that the Constitution is a contract. You're listening to Evolution Radio. Visit MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with Joey L., where remedy meets preparation. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back after these messages on Evolution Radio.
to the beat, y'all. If you don't stop, a freak freak. Oh boy, see that it was all just so simple and I
ever stood and stared at it, marveled at its beauty, its genius? Billions of people just living out their lives, oblivious. Did you know that the first Matrix was designed to be a perfect human world where none suffered? where everyone would be happy. It was a disaster. No one would accept the program. Entire crops were lost. Some believed that we lacked the programming language to describe your perfect world, but I believe that as a species, human beings define their reality through misery and suffering. The perfect world was a dream that your primitive cerebrum kept trying to wake up from, which is why the Matrix was redesigned to this, the peak of your civilization. And I say your civilization because as soon as we started thinking for you, it really became our civilization, which is, of course, what this is all about. Evolution, Morpheus. Evolution. Like the dinosaur. Look out that window. You had your time. The future is our world, Morpheus. The future is our time. I'd like to share a revelation that I've had during my time here. It came to me when I tried to classify your species. I realized that you're not actually mammals. Every mammal on this planet instinctively develops a natural equilibrium with the surrounding environment, but you humans do not. You move to an area and you multiply and multiply until every natural resource is consumed. And the only way you can survive is to spread to another area. There is another organism on this planet that follows the same pattern. Do you know what it is? A virus. Human beings are a disease, a cancer of this planet. You are a plague, and we are the cure. Can you hear me, Morpheus? I'm going to be honest with you.
There are people that's awake and there's people asleep. Mm-hmm. Now, most people on this planet are asleep. So, let's break it to the least common denominator. Let's say the black community. True. We, it used to they say 5%. <laughs> you know, it's like old point something now. That's right. You see, that's asleep. So you're going to be lonely because the simple fact that people are asleep. Now, how is this? You have a chakra system in your body. And these are nine wheels of consciousness. Most, uh, uh, excuse me, seven wheels of consciousness. There's like 160 chakras, but seven major chakras, just like there's seven African powers. <clears throat> now, what has happened here to give you a scientific element of what's going on so you can clear this up so you don't have to go and be trying to holler at somebody and they laugh at you and they don't want to hear that shit. Because your family will beat you down and niggas in the street will beat you down. You're going to try to give them a message. <laughs> now, had you around here crazy. Now, the chakra system, the lowest chakra is your sacral vertebrae. That's your root chakra. And that's where the majority of the people's um, consciousness is, on the root chakra. So the only thing that they can get down with is desires. What feels good, what tastes good, what smells good, what looks good, what sounds good. Yes. You see, the, Lord the basic sen- uh, census, you see, on that particular level, they are called the automatons, which means automation. Okay. They moving, but they ain't, they're brain dead. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Now, you don't even get into this particular consciousness that you can partake to understand what things is until you're radiating from the heart chakra. Mm-hmm. You see, the heart chakra. That's why the Egyptian, the heart, the scarab, the heart scarab was the most important. Even when you died, they'd throw the brain away. But it was the heart that they preserved. Because that's another, that's where your true self is. But, you got to radiate from the heart chakra and then you elevate on into the pineal gland. But, most people's consciousness is in the root chakra. On the five senses, the animal level. They can look pretty, they can have a PhD with a degree. They tell you it's only a degree of information. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a degree of information, it has nothing to do with a person's behavior. Mm. Whether they're conscious or not. You see, it has nothing to do with what a person wears. It has something to do is where they incarnated down here on a certain level and they are radiating above the root shock. And I guarantee you this right now. Even if some of you all just coming into consciousness the last couple of weeks or the last year, I guarantee you, you always felt special since you was a baby. Now, I've been asking that question in my lectures around the country for, 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 for 16 years. And I asked everybody... How many of you all always thought that you were special and the whole room always raised their hand? You didn't know what it was. You see what I'm saying? But you thought it was special and you always had a thirst for something that you didn't know what it was and it was this knowledge. Let me give you an example. When I was was in college, I was standing up one time, I had finished school, and I was standing um, on the college campus with one of the coaches. We got to be good friends, one of the basketball coaches, Coach Holmes. He said, well, how do you, how do you feel, man, 
you you've had to, you educated yourself. I said, man, I don't feel shit. <laughs> I didn't know at the time. I said, I told him, I said, I thought when I came here to this university that when I left, I was going to have some kind of knowledge. I didn't know what the knowledge was. All I know is what I went, I went through for four years. I didn't have shit. I, I, I knew I felt empty. Now, it was, it was, you know, it was a couple of years later that what I was missing, I realized, was knowledge. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, I, I, but, but I knew something was wrong. You see, and that's what it is. You, you always thought that you was you, you that, that something was missing, and that's why it's that is because you were you, you were gravitating but above the roof shop. I want to share with you how to reach your goals. I think the Bible's greatest motivational book ever been written. Now, I want you to repeat after me, please. We've got to recondition our minds first. Let us say together, good things are supposed to happen to me. Yeah, write that down. I want you to say that to yourself every day. See, we live in a world where we believe that bad things are supposed to happen to us. I remember at a point in my life, Bishop, when things are going good for me, and I said, this is too good to be true. Something is bound to happen. Guess what? It did. Thou shalt decree a thing that shall be established unto you and shall accomplish that whereunto it has been sent. Watch your words. Watch what you say about yourself, about your affairs. Be conscious of that on a daily basis. Why? Because your words are powerful. In the beginning was the word. Life and death is in the tongue. Watch what you say. Never say, I'm broke. Say, I'm overcoming a cash flow problem. Claim what you want, not what you don't want. So affirm, good things are supposed to happen to me. And begin to believe that. Begin to expect that. Now, I was talking to my oldest son, Calvin. We were going for a walk. And I said, Calvin, do you want to be successful? He said, yes, sir, Dad. So okay. He kept on walking. Then I stopped and I looked him in the eyes. It's my namesake, my junior. I said, Calvin, we're looking at each other eye to eye now. Do you expect to be successful? Given the fact that you are a single parent of two kids, given the fact that you decided not to go to college to further your education, given the fact that you are very talented, but you're behind on your dreams and your bills. Do expect, based upon your performance, based upon what you produce at this point in time in your life, do you expect to be successful? And Calvin got quiet. Because see, if you ask most people at the Manpower Conference, do you want to be successful? Do you want to live a life of productivity? Do you want to live a life of contribution? Do you want to be a better father? Do you want to have your own business? Are there dreams you want? Everybody will say yes. But see, want shows up in conversation. Expectation shows up in behavior. See, I can tell what you expect by what you do. That's why the Bible says, judge a tree by the fruit it bears, not the fruit that it wants, not the fruit that it talks about, not the fruit that it claims, but by what you are doing. 
see what you do when you leave here, when the music stops, when the shouting dies down, your behavior, how you conduct yourself, writing your goals down, deciding to enroll in school to get a GED, deciding to sit into class with children young enough to be your grandchildren, decide to find some product, some idea, some service that you can provide so that you can begin to create some value for yourself so you can create wealth. And let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. It's very important that we begin to learn how to create wealth. I'm not talking about loving money. See, I believe that a lack of money is the root of all evil. People are steal for money. People are killed for money. People go to jail for money. Every time the unemployment goes up, in those areas where the unemployment is high, that's where you have the highest incidence of crime and violence. Whenever the unemployment goes up 1% in our community, 10,000 children and women are battered. One money makes a difference in your life. I never wanted to be rich. All I've ever wanted to do was to be comfortable. How many have ever wanted to be comfortable? Raise your hand. Then I realized in order to be comfortable, you gotta be rich. An old friend of mine, Dick Ziggler, say, people say money won't make you happy, but everybody want to find out for themselves. <laughs> Rita Davenport say money ain't important, but it's right up there with oxygen. And let me tell you something, fellas, even if you're as homeless as I am, if you got some money, women will find something cute on you. <laughs> He got earlobes like Denzel, honey. <laughs> Money makes a difference. I used to be so broke when creditors would call the house, my children would answer the phone and say, my daddy say he ain't home. <laughs> I was so broke at one time in my life, I walked by a bank and tripped the alarm. <laughs> you poverty sucks you hear me <laughs> repeat after me please I'll never be broke again yes write that down I affirm that I'll never be broke again never never will I ever be broke again let me tell you what money does number one it gives you control over your life write that down Number two, it gives you options. Three, it allows you to live a life of contribution, to contribute to things that you feel strongly about. Like this ministry and the work of Project 2000 will be doing to change the lives of young people. Bishop Jake's vision is if we can have little league football teams and baseball teams and basketball teams, then we can have little league dermatologists and cardiologists and endocrinologists. So he is now establishing an institution, Project 2000, to give our young people the methods and the techniques to reinvent themselves as we go into the next millennium. And this era that Peter Drucker calls the era of the three C's, accelerated change, overwhelming complexity, and tremendous competition. So here's the first step to accumulating wealth. If you expect to do it, write this down. You must be willing to do the things today others won't do. In order to have the things tomorrow others won't have. That's why the Book of Life said the road to life is straight and narrow and few there be that find it because few there be that are willing to do the things today others won't do. 
in order to have the things tomorrow others won't have. What are the things that others won't do? Number one, make discipline a major force in your life. How many of you know if you'd have been more disciplined, you'd be further along to reach your goals right now? Socrates said the undisciplined life is an insane life. The road to life is straight and narrow because few there be that are willing to discipline themselves. Here's something else that most people won't do. Make it okay to fail. A lot of people, 85% of people, allow their fear of failure to outweigh their desire to succeed. Repeat after me, please. Anything that's worth doing is worth doing badly. Yeah, see, anything is worth doing is worth doing right, as we have been taught, if you know how to do it. But if you don't know how to do it, it's worth doing badly until you get it right. Now write this down. You don't have to be great to get started, but you have to get started to be great. The first time I stood up to speak, I stood up and my mind sat down. I looked at the audience and I panicked. I had to introduce a play at school. Oh. We're about, we're about to start off. <sighs> Ran off, Mr. Washington. Mr. Brown, where are you going? Uh, Mr. Washington, I, I can't think, sir. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. Did you rehearse? Yes, sir, I did. Well, what's wrong? Why did you say your lines? I, 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 don't, I don't know, sir. I, I just I got up there and I looked at him and everything left me. Let me do it another day, please, sir. No, go back out there, Mr. Brown. Mr. Washington, I'll mess up, please, sir. Don't, 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 don't send me out there now. I'll mess up. Mr. Brown, if you run now, you will always be running. Anything that's worth doing is worth doing badly until you get it right. Why are you moving like that? I got to go to the bathroom, sir. Mr. Brown, go back out there. Yes, sir. We have a start a plea called 12 Angry Men, directed by Mr. Leroy Washington. And I ran off. The next day, hey, Alfalfa! Hey, Les Brown, how are you? They dogged me out. They talked about me so bad. The next time another event came up, Mr. Washington, Mr. Brown, you're up. I said, no, Mr. Washington. Everybody says, no, not him. I said, they're right, Mr. Washington, not me. He said, Mr. Brown, you're up. Yes, sir. And I went out, and pretty soon, when people laughed at me and didn't bother me, they would throw paper, and I could catch it without losing my concentration. And then one day, I came out. And a hush went across the audience because it must have been something about me that indicated that I had come to myself. And Mr. Washington had been practicing with me to give a presentation. And I looked at the audience and I said, I choose not to be a common man. It's my right to be uncommon if I can. 
I seek opportunity, not security. I do not wish to be a kept citizen, humbled and dull by having the state look after me. I want to take the calculated risk to dream and to build, to fail and to succeed. I refuse to live from hand to mouth. I prefer the challenges of life to the guaranteed existence, the thrill of fulfillment to the stale calm of utopia. I will never cower before any master, nor bend to any threat. It's my heritage to stand erect, proud and unafraid, to face the world boldly and say, this I have done. Girl, stood up and say, that's my boyfriend, honey. I like me some left brow, baby. <laughs> but I didn't start off like that. You have something special. You have talents and abilities in you that you don't even know. So how do we begin to create wealth? Let me give you some, some ideas. Number one, write this down, knowledge. What knowledge that you have in this economy, part of what we need, that people are willing to pay you for that. Next is talent. What talent? Dion's talent is playing football. I didn't have that as a talent. My talent is talking. To me, my definition of success is doing what you love to do and find somebody to pay you to do it. You want to master your talent. Find out what it is that you love to do. I love to talk. Scripture is another key that says to us what we need to do to begin to develop ourselves. Luke 12, 34, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. So what do you love to do? And then explore ways in which you can earn a living doing that. Cooking, writing, painting, working with numbers, working with people. The other thing is, not only must you have knowledge, talent, some skill, but the other thing that's important, faith to act on whatever your dream is. See, if you don't believe in yourself, how many people you know that have a lot of talent, a lot of abilities, but they don't believe in themselves? Raise your hands. See, that faith is very important. So the faith to act on those dreams, those desires, Here's scripture that I, that I like very much. Proverbs 16, 16th chapter, third verse. Commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. Commit means to carry into action deliberately. Commit means to make it happen no matter what. Commitment is different between next time you have bacon and eggs. The chicken was involved. The pig was committed. He had to give it all up. That's going to take a minute to sink in, is it not, all right? See, when you make a commitment, I'm going to become wealthy. When you make it important, when you decide I'm going to do it no matter what, life changes for you. See, most people don't keep their commitments to their commitments. That's why they lead lives of poverty, lives of misery, lives of unhappiness. Socrates said the uncommitted life isn't worth living. So part of what you must do, whatever commitment, whatever covenant you make with God while you're here, to go back to be a better father, to go back to make a difference in the community, to go back to change your life, to decide not to ever to use drugs or alcohol again, to decide to bet that you're going to begin to recreate yourself, that you're going to be reborn to a new state of consciousness. Whatever commitment that you make, keep your commitment to your commitment. No matter what, if it's hard, then do it hard. But keep your commitment to your commitment.
You're listening to Evolution Radio. Visit MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with Joey L. Where remedy meets preparation. Let's go to another one. 
Let's take, let's take a look at the definition of the word oath of allegiance, okay? Because what is an oath? Because an oath of allegiance and an allegiance are two different things. Now, an oath of allegiance is an oath whereby a subject or a citizen acknowledges a duty of allegiance and swears loyalty to monarch or country. Monarch or country. Now, in republic. Modern oaths specify allegiance to the country in general or to the country's constitution. Now, now hold on, because I, I think we ought to be real specific here, right? It says to the country's constitution. So, we've looked this up before, but the state that you were born in is a country, Right? County in which you were born is the territory. Okay, so you have an oath of allegiance, okay, to your country. And a lot of people think that this is United States, but if you take an oath of allegiance to be a 14th Amendment citizen, then yes, that is who your oath is to. But if not, you were born in a free state. A state is also a country. Okay, as we will dive in further into that, you know, it always baffles me how we could forget that we live in states because, you know, that, that are basically their own countries because each state you go to, each independent state that you travel to has its own laws, right? Does it not? Does not it have its own constitution? Right? Because it just says in the Republic, modern oath specify allegiance to the country. Oh, in general, the country's constitution. Why do you think it's so important that you learn your state constitution? Because that is where the Republic lies. Now, for example, officials in the United States, a republic, take an oath of office that includes swearing allegiance to the United States Constitution. However, in a constitutional monarchy, such as the United Kingdom, Australia, or other commonwealth realms, also sworn to the monarch. Now, a monarch is a sovereign that of state in a monarchy. Okay? Now, a monarch may exercise the highest authority and power in the state, or others may uh, wield that power on behalf of the monarch, right? And you see by people that the monarch would subscribe to carry out their duties, right? Now, typically, a monarch either personally inherits, inherits the lawful right to exercise the state's sovereign rights, often referred to as the throne or the crown, or is selected by an established process from a family of cohorts eligible provided that the nation's monarch. Now, you know, the United States, after the Organic Act of 1871, became a, a, a corporation, right? A, what they have is what they have is... Uh, it's called perpetuality, right? It's a perpetual 
own corporation that they've established. So this perpetual corporation that has been established every four or eight years, depending on when they switch hands, right, was passed down. And it's damn near in a monarchy style. You know, there was a time in this country when there were presidents. Interestingly enough. <laughs> you know, the Constitution. Actually, actually let's, 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 let's go back before that. The Articles of Confederation and Association were given to the Europeans from the Great Wall of Peace. Now, I told you that in a monarch, you got kings, you got rulers. Now, see, remember in America, we were all, we were all our own monarch, if you will. But we had an agreed on system. We didn't get into that, right? So, alternatively, an individual may become a monarch by conquest. See that? Acclamation. Or a combination of means. See, a monarch usually reigns for life or until abdication. Okay. Abdication is the act of formally relinquishing monarchical authority. Abdications have played uh, various roles in the succession procedures of monarchy. Okay. This is when governments get overthrown. Okay. So very, it's very important to understand that an oath of allegiance.
Your mom signed it, put your name on it. It seems like it's harmless, whatever. They give you back a birth certificate. But now you have a certificate for your naturalization. When you naturalize somebody, you make them a citizen now. But let's look it up. See, naturalization is the legal act or process by which a non-citizen in a country may acquire citizenship or nationality of that country. So it may be done by a statute without any effort on the part of the individual, or it may involve an application and approval by a legal authority. So when you was naturalized into the United States, right? Not, I'm not talking about America. We're talking about organic acts. We're talking about the corporate body politics that naturalized you. So when you got naturalized into that thing, believe it or not, you took an oath of allegiance by becoming naturalized. And like it said, it may be done by a statute without any effort on the part of the individual. So you can acquire citizenship through naturalization, especially in countries that operate off of just solely. Okay. I mean, this is like really important. So now we know what naturalization is, right? We understand that when we're talking about a republic, naturalization. It, it really has no place in a republic. See, a republic is a form of government in which the country is considered a, what they call a public matter. Okay? Not the private concern or the property of the rulers. Isn't that interesting? So, in a republic, if we're talking about Something that deals with everybody, right? Because I want, I want you to think about this. We're talking about a constitutional republic. Okay, now, now if naturalization, because there's a lot of countries that don't practice naturalization, I can't go to France and become a Frenchman. I, I, I just can't. I don't even understand how people come up with that. Crazy to me. That's a, that's a way to open up the government and the borders to bring people in, right? So this thing we call a republic, which is really what you're born into in your state, in your political state, right? So a republic, a republic deals with the primary position of power within a republic, right? But they're not inherited, so. Just like in democracy, right? I can't, and, and by the way, democracy is mob rule. But just like in a democracy, there has to be some type of order there, right? I just can't, I just can't pass down the Senate seat to my son because I was a senator, right? But they, they do the shit. They sell their seats all the time. Sometimes they get caught doing it, right? So. Primary positions of power within a republic are not inherited, but are attained through democracy. 
oligarchy or autocracy. It's a form of government under which the head of state is not a monarch. So then you get your boy um, Obama and Trump. You guys are not monarchs, but they are what the head of state. But then you got to go back and look, okay, well, who's the head of state in your state? Because the governor is the president of the state. The sheriff is the president of the county. Now, in American English, the definition of a republic refers specifically to a form of government in which elected individuals represent the citizen, uh, represent the citizen body, and exercise power according to the rule of law under a constitution, including separation of powers with an elected head of state, titular republic, or a representative democracy. Now, a representative democracy is a type of democracy that's founded on the principle of elected officials that represent a group of people, okay, as opposed to a direct democracy. Okay? Now, a direct democracy is a democracy, right, in which people decide on policy initiatives directly. This differs from the majority of currently established democracies. Okay? We got to understand that there's different types of democracy. Now, as of 2017, 159 of the world's 206 sovereign states use the word republic as part of their official names. And not all of these are republics in the sense of having elected government, nor is the word republic used in the names of all the nations. Okay? Now, let's look at the word democracy, shall we? Now, the word democracy is a system of government by the whole population or all the eligible members of state, typically through elected representatives. So now we get into the 14th Amendment, because then if you understand how the 14th Amendment was written, you have elected officials, electors. Okay? So you cast the ballot for electors. You understand? And they go and they promulgate the laws. And, and by the way, it's the Council of Law Revision who creates the laws. This is this is why they have uh, um, uh, lobbyists. This is the whole point of lobbyists. Because people write the laws. Matter of fact, they get paid to do this shit. Well, look at the Council on Foreign Relations, Council on Law, Law Revision. Okay. They sit there and they promulgate the law. They lobby to get certain laws passed in their favor. So now we know that that's ex post facto, right? We we know that pretty much all of the shit they do today is ex post facto. Okay, now democracy in modern usage has three senses. Okay. All for a system of government where the citizens exercise power by voting. So I understand that in a republic, it's based on that constitution. The constitution was put in place, and we follow it. That's it. In a democracy, we continue to vote for more motherfuckers to come in and do shit. So in a direct democracy, the citizens as a whole form a governing body and vote directly on each issue. 
in a representative democracy, the citizens elect representatives from among themselves. Then these representatives meet to form the governing body, such as a legislator. In a constitutional democracy, the powers of the majority are exercised within the framework of a representative democracy. But the Constitution limits the majority and protects the minority, usually through the enjoyment of, of all, by all, of certain individual rights, right? So, this when you start talking about freedom of speech, okay, um, freedom of press, freedom of association, all of the freedoms and exercises that you have. These rule as the majority, sometimes referred to as a democracy. But a democracy is a system of processing conflict in which outcomes depend on what participants do, but no single force controls what occurs in its outcomes. Y'all, y'all do understand that they fixed elections. We've been seeing this. More and more. Okay. Now, let's take a look at the Organic Act of 1871. Okay. So, under the Organic Act of 1871, this is also known as the District of Columbia Organic Act of 1871. Okay. Now, in the Act of 1871, this is an act of Congress that repealed the individual charters the cities of Washington and Georgetown, and they established a new territorial government for the whole District of Columbia. Now, before I go on, let's take a look at the definition of country. All right. Country is a nation with its own government occupying a particular territory. So a little deeper, shall we? Okay. Country. Maybe. Here we go. Country is a region that is identified as a distinct national entity in political geography. A country may be an independent sovereign state or part of a larger state. As a sovereign nation or formerly sovereign political division or a geographic region associated with sets of previously independent or differently associated people with distinct political characteristics, regardless of the physical geography and the modern internationally accepted legal definition as defined by the League of Nations in 1937, a resident of a country is subject to the independent exercise of legal jurisdiction. So countries can refer both to sovereign states and other political entities, while other times it refers to only states. Look that up now. State is a compulsory political organization with a centralized government that maintains a monopoly on the legitimate use of force within a certain geographical territory. Some states are sovereign or hence money, while ultimate sovereignty lies in another state. The term state is also pointed to federated states, 
members of a federal union. Okay? Read with your federal government, bro. Okay? So the state under the Organic Act of 1871 has used the federal government as a manager to manage their affairs. That's all right. Start doing business, right? They divest themselves of their sovereignty. So, therefore, the states were the the first 14th Amendment citizens, and they were, because the states had to repeal the 14th Amendment and come back into the union. country is a nation with its own government. So this nation could be, I mean, you know, could be your state, which could be your, um, your, your local territory, which is your county that you reside in. All of these things make up this thing that we call a state or your country. This is why when you're doing your nationality, you have to be a native Missourian, a native New Yorker, a native Floridian, because that is your country. And you were born in the territory of, I me. Mean, I was born in the territory of Wyandotte. Maybe you was born in the territory of Queens County or uh, Brooklyn County. I don't know. Wherever the hell you was born. What? This applies to you. If you was born... In the United States, especially. So then let's look at this definition because I, I think that this word may be one of the most important. I was talking to somebody about this earlier today. Stateless. What is stateless? So, under the Wikipedia definition, international law, a stateless person is someone who is not considered as a national. By any state under the operation of this law. See, some stateless persons are refugees. However, not all refugees are stateless. And many persons who are stateless have never crossed an international border. It is estimated that 10 million people worldwide are stateless. So, y'all understand how that ties back into being a citizen? Because citizens of the United States, right? Well, you took an oath of allegiance to be a United States citizen, and you lost your nationality. You're not considered a national by any state. You're considered a citizen. So under the Organic Act of 1871, the United States ceased to become a Republican form of government. Okay? Congress repealed the territorial government in 1874. The legislation was the first to create a single municipal government for the federal district. So now the United States is uh, uh, the, what is the, 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 the 10 square mile radius or something like that of Washington, D.C.? So, I mean, the Organic Act of 1801 organized what they call federal territories. 
They had already been working on this for a minute. Okay. So the outbreak of the American Civil War in 1861 led to notable growth in the capital population due to the expansion of the federal government. Okay. And a large influx of these, uh, these newly emancipated slaves. So by 1870, the district's population had grown to 75%. We're talking about NDC. To nearly 132,000 residents. Growth was even more dramatic within the county of Washington, where the population more than doubled as people escaped the crowded city. The individual government within the district was sufficient to handle population growth. So, understand that when they did when they did this, there was a bunch of niggas already living up in D.C. that they was ready to make U.S. citizens because they disenfranchised you through the Organic Act, through the 14th Amendment, I mean, Organic Act of 1871 was shortly after the Civil War. Let's read the 14th Amendment. So, Section 1. All persons born or naturalized in the United States and subject to the jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the United States and the state wherein they reside. So your state became a 14th Amendment. You became a 14th Amendment because you was born under the, the, the democratic state. Your state is now a corporation. State of, right? Um, state of Missouri, state of Kansas, state of Florida, state of Michigan, state of Wyoming, state of California, state of New York, state of Vermont, right? All of these states. These are all states. These are all states that became states of because of denotes corporation. So, no, we're not in a constitutional republic unless you invoke it because you stepped outside of it when you became a 14th Amendment citizen. When your state became a 14th Amendment citizen, it stepped outside of the constitutional republic. No state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge the privileges or immunities of citizens. So, wait a minute. You went from having rights to privileges? Under the 14th Amendment, they're now giving you privileges. This is that interesting. If you started off with rights, Section 2, representatives shall be apportioned among the several states according to their respective numbers, counting the whole numbers of persons in each state, excluding Indians not taxed. But when the right to vote in any election, for the choice of electors for president and vice president of the United States, Representatives in Congress, the executive and the judicial officers of the state, or the members of the legislation thereof, is denied to any of the male inhabitants of such state, being 21 years of age and citizens of the United States, or in any way abridged except for, partic- for participation in rebellion. Yeah, listen, they tell you right there that when they switched everything over, you no longer controlled your government anymore. It wasn't a Republican form of government government anymore. Because you now voted for electors and your electors vote on what happens to you. 
we're gonna take a real quick break. When we come back, we're gonna dive into this a little bit more. Got a lot more info to go over. Call the number three four seven nine eight nine zero one nine four. We'll go to the call in lines pretty soon here. Um, another fifteen twenty minutes. Keep it locked. We'll be right back after these messages. You're sitting right here on the bottom line. Peace to God.
visit MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with Joey L, where remedy meets preparation. Welcome to NaturalistHerbs.com Treat yourself to the luxury of nature. Coming soon, 100% natural shea butter, natural moisturizer, just for the skin. NaturalistHerbs.com Come get a health reading and find out exactly what your body is missing. Then check out the herbal elixirs that will get your body back to its optimal level. NaturalistHerbs.com While you're at NaturalHerbs.com, get your fill of any one of the natural herbal elixir teas. They have from 1 to 10 to target specific organs and areas of your temple. For your blood, lungs and respiratory system, male and female organs, digestive tract, skin purification, chakras, rejuvenation of brain cells, respiratory system, bone and muscle detox. Experience the power of healing at naturalherbs.com. Get your organic iris sea moss at naturalherbs.com. Get the most out of your body from naturalsherbs.com. You have to fight the constant attacks being waged against your temple. Free shipping on orders $25 or more. While you're at it, go over to makemorecommerce.com and check out the packages they have to provide you with remedy. That's M-A-K-E-M-O-O-R-C-O-M-M-E-R-C-E.com. Go check it out right now. Tune in every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on the bottom line with Joey L. On the new Evolution Radio Network. Girl, I want to see you twerk. I throw a little money at the twerk. I don't really think you can twerk. twerk. If you broke, go to work. Make that big booty twerk. Make that big booty twerk. Can I touch that booty? That booty. That big old booty. Shake that booty. Can I lay on them booty? Mike Tyson on them booty. Copy right that booty. Bounce that booty on the floor. Shake till you get a little soft. Shit. Show me your mama made a hoe. Shit. Shit. Go on here, get a little low. Shit. Shake that booty in the car. Shit. Shake that booty in the stove. Shit. Shit. Pop it, stop it, drop it, pop it. If I hit a Lexus guy, I'm a motherfucking rocket. Shit. I ain't got no fucking heart. I can't be loyal to you, whore. You weren't heard from the start. Twerk. Girl, I wanna see you twerk. I throw a little money to twerk. I don't really think you can twerk. If you broke, go to work. Make that big booty twerk. Make that big booty twerk. Can I touch that booty? That booty. That big old booty. Shake that booty. Can I lay on them booty? Mike Tyson on them booty. Copy right that booty. Dang. Skin and fatigue. Dang. I know my bitch love me. Dang. Cause she rub my feet. Dang. 
You don't touch me, somebody gon' touch me. You don't fuck me, somebody gon' fuck me. You don't love me, somebody gon' love me. Money don't walk, I gotta go and get it. Shake that booty, I come visit. If you thick, I might hit it. Shake that booty for a ride. Shake that booty on live. Shake that booty outside. Girl, I wanna see you twerk. I throw a little money to twerk. I don't really think you can twerk. If you broke, go to work. Make that big booty twerk. Make that big booty twerk. Can I touch that booty? That booty. That big old booty. Shake that booty. Can I lay on them booty? Mike Tyson on them booty. Right there, hey, all right, all right, all right. All right, I like that one. All right, peace to the God. Welcome back. You see me right here on the bottom line, right here on the New Evolution Radio Network. Tonight we're getting into it. We're talking about the democracy versus the republic. You know, in order to understand the difference between a republic and democracy, you have to, you know, you got to go to the intricacies, you know, you got to look at the definitions of different words and all that. That's what we've been doing, right? So I'm giving it to you from a very basic standpoint. Then you can go back and look it up. So, uh, Thomas Jefferson, he said that the democracy was, would never work because the democracy is mild rule, right? So, shortly after the completion, right, and the signing of the United States Constitution, in reply to an inquiry as to the type of government that the founders had created, Benjamin Franklin said, a republic, if you can keep it, right? Um, now, <laughs> They already knew that people was going to try to encroach on this thing that they called a republic. It wasn't going to last too long. Now, we have obviously failed to keep our once great republic since most citizens, right, or people who used to be masters, especially those under 50, don't even know what a republic even is. You know, and, and I think that that's interesting, right? Because, like, you talk to people, and people, people will tell you that we live in a democracy. That's not really true. We really do live in a republic. And you can see that when you start doing shit like invoking the Constitution. Like I, I said it recently, how could anybody possibly get locked up for freedom of speech? Right? We always thought we had freedom of speech. But then you see all of these rappers who get locked up. Look at Kevin Hart. Right? He's being condemned for his freedom of speech. Maybe he didn't get locked up. He got damn sure got condemned. But what about the rappers? A lot of them got locked up. Now, the fundamental differences between our republic versus the democracy are, number one, a republic is a representative government ruled by law, which is the Constitution. Okay? Now, what supersedes the Constitution? Articles of Association, Articles of Confederation, and what supersedes those? All of the treaties. Okay? And number two, democracy is a direct government ruled by a majority. This is what they call mob rule. When you got a majority of people ruling the government, 
That's a mob. You understand? Number three. A republic recognizes God-given inalienable rights of individuals. You understand that? This means that the Constitution does not give you your rights. It protects your God-given rights. And it's a trusting venture to keep the public officials who are supposed to protect you in check. But democracy is only concerned with group one, group needs, right? Demand. This is that shit I told them about called group think, right? Go look it up. That's what the fuck it is. It's group think. Everybody, everybody's on the same. We all on the same page. No, we not. We couldn't possibly be all on the same page. I'm over here screaming. I'm passionate and I'm Aboriginal. And you screaming, you're a U.S. citizen and you're African American. How can we possibly be on the same page? Now, lawmaking is a slow, deliberate process in our constitutional republic. Okay? It requires approval from three branches of government, the Supreme Court and individual jurors. They call it jury nullification. Lawmaking in our current and unlawful democracy occurs rapidly, requiring approval from a whim of the majority as determined by polls and or voter referendums. A good example of our democracy, right, in action is a lynch mob, such as those that elect Barack Hussein Obama, <laughs> right? But then you can look at how they elect Trump. Trump got the popular uh, the popular vote amongst his electors, not amongst the people, but amongst the electors. Right? So Hillary won the public popular vote. Now, special law, and we, we talked about this Friday, special law is corporate law. Special law is, is, is no different than uh, being called into a boardroom meeting, and then they implement boardroom law on you, right? Corporate law, special law, uh, public law, uh, um, Code, statutes, and ordinances. These are laws made under the democracy because you vote. Like, okay, 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 okay. Give you an example. They just recently passed in Missouri marijuana, right? So, because it was a voter initiative, they say. You know, voters passed it. But under the Constitution, they never said I couldn't smoke weed. They never said I could not. Um, worship my creator how I chose to, right? So if worshiping my creator involves me smoking him, then that's what I'm going to do, right? Because that's what worshiping my creator involves. But here comes these special laws that say I can't do it, and then all of a sudden, because the voters, the majority thinks it's okay, now I, now I can do it, right? That's how it is in California. In Colorado, I'm trying to show y'all how they're practicing. It's almost like it's almost like they're doing public and private at the same time. Like in Missouri, you can do constitutional carry without a permit. 
But let you get into some shit and have to shoot a nigga. And you didn't have that permit, then they can try to, they really do try to use it against you to get rid of that little brother. Nigga hop in his car, he goes into the gas station, a nigga hops in his car, he come back out to the nigga in his car, he shoots the nigga. Now they took him to jail, charged him with first degree murder for killing a nigga that shot. He, he killed a nigga that was in his car. So they took him to jail for shooting the nigga. For protecting his own property. Now, I guarantee you, had he had the CCW, Terry would be still right. I'm, I'm sure that they probably would have let him off. Even though it's a constitutional carry state. So it's like, all right, yeah, you can do that until you get irresponsible. We'll, we'll let y'all do that until you get irresponsible. Then we're going to impose these public laws on your public ass. But then... They said the guy was no threat because he didn't have a gun. You know, he was just robbing the guy. He was just still in his car. It's crazy world we live in. Okay? Now, even better example of democracy, my rule, okay, was the failure of the United States Senate to uphold their oath to do impartial justice and remove Bill Clinton from office. Okay, after it was discovered that he had committed adultery. Right? They spoke to him They did. Truth be told, those citizens should be removed themselves because that was them not opposing their oaths. Now, democracies always self-destruct once the non-productive majority, the mob, realizes that it can vote itself and its entitlement from the productive majority, or excuse me, minority, by simply banding together and electing the candidate. So this is what they do, right? So like, you know, the Republicans don't like what's happening. They get to, they get together and, you know, and they, they change um, leadership. So they, you can see the same thing in the White House, right? The Democrats had it, now the Republicans had it. It's back and forth. I was always told two wings, same bird. Okay. So as taxes increase, the incentive to produce decreases, causing many of the once productive to drop out and join the non productive. The mob continues to grow. Now, under Article um, 6, Section 4 of the Constitution It guarantees to every state In the Union a Republican Form of government So You notice they never say democracy right? James Madison The fourth president of the United States And one of the framers Of the Constitution told you, Warned us Of the dangers of democracy That's what he said he said, hence, it is that such democracy have ever been spectacles of turbulence and contention, have ever been found incompatible with personal security or the rights of property, and have in general been as short in their lives as they have been violent in their deaths. James Madison, Federalist Number 10, 1787. 
Isn't that interesting? Now, I want y'all to understand something. When you do your nationality, you go back into the republic. Depending on how you do your nationality and if you do it properly. Okay? So the U.S. military has training manuals, okay, that is used to contain the correct definitions of democracy and republic. Okay? The following comes from the training manual number 2000-25, published by the War Department. November 30th, 1928, okay? A democracy is the government of the masses, a mob rule. A democracy is an authority derived from the masses, meeting, or other form of direct expression. Democracy results in mobocracy. Democracy is the attitude toward uh, property is communistic. Negative, uh, excuse me, let me repeat that. Attitude toward property is communistic, negating property rights. Democracy's attitude toward law is that the will of the majority shall regulate whether it be based upon liberation or governed by passion, prejudice, and impulse without restraint or regard and consequences. And democracy results in demogonism. Excuse me. Demogogism, license, agitation, discontent. That's what the government has said about democracy. So the government, they promote motherfucking democracy, and yet at the same time, they put it in their training manuals on what democracy is. And they know democracy is my rule. They know what it creates when they promote it. A republic. That's what they say about a republic. A republic is the authority derived through the election by the people of the public officials best fitted to represent them. A republic is the attitude for law that the administration of the justice in accord with fixed principles and established evidence with a strict regard to consequences. A republic is a greater is a greater number of citizens and extent of territory may be brought within its compact. A republic avoids the dangerous extremes of either tyranny or monstrosity. A republic results in statesmanship, liberty, what did I say about liberty on Friday? Reason, justice, contentment and progress and a republic is the standard form of government to the civilized world <laughs> now unfortunately the males containing the definitions were ordered destroyed without explanation about the same time that Fre- uh, President Franklin Roosevelt made private ownership of our lawful money Right. This is where they um. <clears throat> this is where, <laughs> yo, this is where they did the HR one ninety two. Okay. So shortly after citizens were ordered to turn in their twenty dollar gold coins, the price of gold was increased from twenty dollars per ounce to thirty five dollars an ounce. And almost overnight, FDR, the most popular president of the century, he got elected four times. You know. 
Okay. Looted half of the nation's wealth. Convincing citizens that it was for their own good. You know, you gotta go look at Trade the Enemy Act, the first one. Then you gotta go read the second one. You gotta go read all of these things to understand what happened. Okay? Now, tax and spend is the heart of the business government, it always has been. Though it was not until the New Deal, the New Deal, okay, in the 1930s, that his chief spokesman, Harry Hopkins, stated this, he said that tax and tax, spend and spend, elect and elect. Right, this was the idea. To maximize taxes from all, to spend what is collected on segments of the population, where it will most likely yield votes favorable to the ruling party, thus helping perpetuate its rule, the status quo, and the mob. See? See? The New Deal, I'm trying to tell you, it started with that Organic Act, 14th Amendment, HDR 192, the New Deal, all of these things that restricted your liberty, almost down to, to shit. I told you, when you, when you want to be a U.S. citizen, you can gum on the bottom of the dirty ass shoe. I'm not down with it. You could be down with it. Y'all can, y'all can continue to be down with this shit, man. I, I'm just not down with it. Like, I, I'm, I have never been down with somebody telling me what to do. Even as a little boy, my mama could tell you. My mama said, I, she said, I slapped you in the hand. When you was bad, when you doing shit as a, as a baby, you slapped me back on the hand. I, I just never been, in, I'm not an authority figure, right? You tell me something, I'll listen to you, and we're going to make it happen. But I'm, you can't be, I, I'm not, I'm, I've never been one of the people who yield to authority figures, right? And so the mindset of being a slave, a subject, a citizen, it don't even be in my aura. I, it, it can't creep in me. It can't creep up in my mindset, right? You understand what I'm saying? Like, and it should be the same way for y'all. Because a citizen is subject to all of these special laws that we're talking about. I mean, this is the best way I can say it. Right? Even the Bible says it. Get out of her. Get out of her, my people. You better get out of her. Your time is almost up, man. We're about to go into this new year. Which leaves one year until they start 2020. So they start bringing out that census in 2020. When they bring the census out in 2020, at that point in time, you're going to have to define who you are. Now, Henry David Thoreau, he said, and this is a writer, he said, a wise man will not leave the right of the merciless, excuse me, he says, a wise man will not leave the right to the mercy of chance, nor wish it to prevail through the power of the majority. There is but little virtue in the actions of the masses of men. 
It's about you and what you do. You understand? So, the Republic starts with us. It starts with each one of us beginning to understand and overstand what happened, why it happened, why they made you a citizen and took you out of your capacity as a national, made you stateless. <laughs> if you're not a national of any state, right, or territory, you are a citizen, which makes you stateless, which means you are under a democracy. And a democracy is ruled by a group of people who think that they got a vote in a system that's not even real. Because under the 14th Amendment, the votes not count because you vote for electors. Then they pass all of these special laws. People are so confused. All right, we're going to go to the call line, take some calls. 612 434. 612 434. I'm going to keep it moving. 718 926. Yo, peace to the God, Joey. Peace to the God. Hey, shit, God. Good show, God. I hear you rocking, God. Oh, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. How, how are you, bro? Man, everything is everything, God. I'm just waiting on that um that money ritual, you know what I mean? Uh, no doubt, no doubt. It's coming. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get right. I'm definitely bumming out there for that. What day y'all doing that, though, matter of fact? That's on New Year's Eve, bro. Oh, okay, okay. So that Monday, okay, cool. Uh, Alright, right, Yeah, I'm ready for you to drop that time and all that. So yo, be there and shit. Yeah, we're gonna be dropping it soon. I got, I got to, uh, I got to get all that information together tomorrow. I'll be dropping that information to y'all soon. Okay, God. Yeah, that's peace, God. Yeah, I'm definitely digging the show. Uh, I've been in the archives though. Your last two shows, son. Yo, brazy, son. Word up. I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah, the one you, about the money joint. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah nigga, nigga, been needing them joints. I listen to it too, and nigga Jones was like, "Nigga, you go, nigga, you call call that shit, you go back and listen to that." Nigga, yeah, I go back and listen to my phone, nigga. Sometimes I be like, "Nigga, shit, I be forgetting some shit sometimes." So you know, it's a refresher, man. I, you know, and that be that with everybody. Yeah, you dropping bombs. Good shit. Yeah, you dropping bombs, God. I ain't gonna hold you. I, nigga, yeah, I that. I'm humble, man. I go back and listen. To my shit and everybody else's shit, bro. You know, cause like we right. all students, bro. So sometimes, man, it's kind of like it's almost like reviewing your notes. That's how I look at it. Exactly. Exactly. Keeps me on point. Exactly. Yeah, yeah and I'm, I, I'm I in here listening to you and editing some shit. So you know, I'll be trying to be on point too. You know what I mean? So just, no just trying no to stay ready. You know what I mean? It's a consistent thing. You gotta be so consistent with this, with your study habits. With this, it's like at least make uh, a couple hours a day. You know, even if it's at night when you go to bed, where you just look over information or listen to audio or something. You know what I mean? Right. Like, this is your cell conscious. Right. You know? Because what happens right. is a lot of people, man, they they they, they visit this information and then they leave it alone, come back to it, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and I've been trying to get better with the discipline, bro, for real. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just signed up for a gym today, so, you know what I mean? I've been going hard, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah, you already know that's peace, God. Yeah, so I'm just, just trying to keep moving in the right direction, you know what I mean? I've been on it for a minute, though. I've been fucking with y'all for a minute, you know what I'm saying? We met in New York, so, you know what I mean? I ain't gonna hold the line, God. Uh, I thought I, had, I did have a question, but I I, I can't remember. Oh, y'all going back? Yeah, I gotta go back fucking this week, God. <laughs> Word up. I gotta go back this week. Yeah, we're gonna be doing the seminar out there, man. In January, our annual Harlem seminar. We're gonna try to do it in the January. Okay, okay, now nah, that's cool, bro. That's cool, bro. But yeah, God, I had a question yeah. about I, it slipped my mind. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I can't. I ain't gonna hold the flow, God. Yeah, I ain't gonna hold the flow, God. Yeah, just press one if you remember your question, bro. Ah, alright, that's a bad God. Okay, how about you? Alright, let's go to uh, 731-333. Peace to the God. What up, peace to the God? Uh, man, ain't nothing much. Uh, back and forth. I was back and forth listening to the show. I was, to be honest, I was trying to grab me some uh, religious sacraments and shit. <laughs> I had to jump off the phone for a thing. But, uh, uh nothing wrong with that. Uh, yeah, man. Gotta get my meditation right. Oh. <laughs> so, I, 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 I just had a, uh, I had a, a, just a curious question. What, uh, I remember when I was listening to one episode, uh, it was you and Jonah. And uh, I got a question for you. Who, first of all, Hold what's on, that? I got a question for you first of all. What's that? Backwoods or Dutch Master? Swiss or Black? But I get mad when the motherfuckers don't stick. That motherfuckers don't want to stick all the time, man. I ain't got time for this shit. <laughs> The motherfuckers be coming up on handway through and shit. Hey, yeah, ahead, you heard it though. Uh I remember one time y'all were talking and uh you was talking about I was just curious though, you said somebody had like mm-hmm. basically stole your process and was trying to teach this shit. Mm-hmm. Like oh, yeah. on, on YouTube yeah. or some shit. Yeah, oh, yeah, I was wondering yeah, yeah. 'cause I've been I've been going in the archives, right? Um, like bro said, I'm talking about way back, and I'm trying to find. Like I know y'all always like drop their knowledge before y'all like do uh, webinars or whatnot. And I'm trying to find somewhere you're talking about third party, uh, like uh, the permissive, impermissive credit pools, because I had switched so, jobs. You probably gotta go back on. You probably gotta go back on my on my archives on um, my hindsight radio. Uh, yeah, I'm in them junks. I'm in them junks. Like, I found one before you did the seminar. You was talking about it because before y'all was finna do it, and then it was like a wrap up after. I've done but a lot, I don't know because I. A lot, though, man. I, I think I've probably even done some over here. You might look at the archives from this section, too. Um, I, I couldn't tell you when it was that I did it because I've done so many shows. In fact, this is the right. and one, and This is the 101st show over here. Friday was the hundred show. So yeah, Friday was the hundred show. Yep, it was the hundred. Yeah, show. no. I forgot. I forgot to mention it. Ain't that a big? Right. 
Man, let me check out check out how they do their citizens. <laughs> check out how they do their citizens, right? I had switched jobs because uh the job wanted to take out the child support and I was trying to pay her directly. So I switched jobs and I got to this other job and uh they started taking this shit all of a sudden. So I was trying to sit up, get ready to uh start building credit for my estate number. And so I had put my number on uh, Credit Karma. Do you know when them folks was going to, uh, taking this shit out of my check, it would still show up late on Credit Karma? <laughs> oh. What type of shit is that? <laughs> I'm not surprised. I, I mean, but that... I mean, it's just crazy because they taking it. If they taking it, how is it late? You feel me? So, yeah, I got some shit on there I need to dispute and... Uh, Try to cash yeah, in well, on this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they if they was doing that and they were taking it in the private late, you know, you paid it on time, you definitely need to um uh, get after it. I mean you I, I would do right. it directly through the credit report agency though. In a situation like that. Uh, yeah, because that's where it's coming from. It's coming from a third party agency and then I had a oh utility bill that had been sold to a third party that I had never heard of and get it their ass too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. but yeah, though, yeah, I've been trying to find it, but I might just have to get up with you personally and try to figure out how to get that emotion. You know what I'm saying? Okay, but, no uh, doubt. No doubt. How things going with the uh? How how things going with the sports bar? Oh, we you talking about with the with, with the sports bar? What sports bar are you talking about? I thought you was trying to uh get a sports bar open in the arena. No, we did something different. Ah, you did something different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was up. Different. Yeah, we got. Yeah, no, it, it was an investment, but we got different investments. We always do an investment. So, you know what I mean? That, ah, that, okay. that, that, was, that was one that was, yeah, that was one that we was working on. Uh, we moved on to the next project. We don't say Right, right. We do projects and then move on. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, I'm just proud of this guy trying to do good business, man. That's why I was just checking in on Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. But uh, I do most searching in the archives about that, bro. And uh, good show as always. I'm just checking in. No doubt. Peace to God. Peace. Cut a 910. 3 2 2. Hold on. 9 Yo. You hear me? Peace to the God. Yeah, I hear you. Peace to the God. Oh, peace to the God, son. Oh, hey, bro, yeah, you was, um, you know, like, the first two brothers that were just on the line. I know, like, yeah, they on them Dutchies, man. <laughs> hey, yeah, man, you know, I don't know what they are, man. I don't know what's going they on, man. Yeah, bro, they, 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 yeah, they turned up, bro. You already know. <laughs> hey, hey, well, listen, man. I'm from California, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, one joint, the last one, you said, I ain't even never heard of them. I don't even, you know, it's like Dutch over here, you know what I'm saying? I got Optimo. Yeah, Optimo, yeah, I grew up off of them joints. You remember the joints in the glass, too, back in the day? Oh, White Owls. Yeah. Yeah. That's the more White Owls. Yeah. Uh-huh. No doubt. Oh, yeah, yeah though, God, but listen, I was, I was um looking, looking over the um words you were talking about, like citizen and like, uh, yeah, I was looking at citizens and yeah. national, but the word I was that caught my attention was um, 
the word citizen, right? This, I mean, like this old, uh, it's like the Webster's New New Universal Underbridge Dictionary. It's like 30 years old. So, like, what yeah. come I was, it said citizen. It's like, uh-huh. you know, like it, it says the noun, middle English. Yeah, I'm going to check it out. Listen, it says um citizen, middle English, you know. But anyway, it's like number one de- um, definition is formerly a native or inhabitant, especially a free man or burgess of a town or city. So I happen to look at the word free man, right? And then the word free man, it goes in, it reads, uh, it says, um, yeah, this is what it says, um, a, it's a, a, it says a citizen, a person who has all civil and political rights in a city or state. So I just happen to just run across that word civil. And what this was going to mess you up, though, Joe, it says, uh, of or according to Roman civil law or modern civil law. So that right there lets you know you were just speaking like that's like Roman law. Well, 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 that's exactly what it is. But then if you look at what what um, let yeah, me let me pull it up like quick quick. Um, gotta have the working definition. Hold on. Okay. All right. Civil more two. Yeah. Um. It, all right. Cause you got a couple of different ones here. So civil okay. death. The loss of all, yeah. almost all civil rights by a person due to a conviction for a felony or due to an act by the government of a country that results in the loss of civil rights. It is usually inflicted on persons convicted of crimes against the state or adults determined by a court to be legally incompetent because of a mental disability. So hold on. The Trading with the Enemy Act. Did it not make the enemy of the United States? Yeah. That was a crime against the state. <laughs> yeah. They, 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 they made every, they gave everybody civil death. If, if yeah, civil death. Felonies lost all their civil rights upon the conviction. This civil death often led to um, actual death. And since anyone killed under injure, a felon was impunity, right? Anybody yeah. can kill a felon. And that's why, like, you know, like, um, I guess, like, like in that Django movie, you know what I mean? Like, um, it was like wanted dead or alive, like on those bounty papers. There you go. Now, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Now, now, see, that's interesting because it says here, right, that the yeah. civil death, like, under the Holy Roman Empire, was the person declared civilly dead, which is referred to as a vogel flary, a free as a bird. And could even be killed since they were completely outside of the law. Now, now, now check this out. It, okay. Yeah. Now, in, in the United States, the disenfranchisement of felons has been called a form of civil death and has been subjected to collateral consequences in general. Okay? Disenfranchisement. Okay, now, disenfranchisement is the revocation of the right of suffrage, which is the right to vote, of a person or a yeah. group of people who practices prevention, uh, preventing a person from exercising the right to vote. Disenfranchisement is also termed to the revocation of power or control of a particular individual, a community, or being to the natural amenity they are abound in, and that is to deprive of the franchise of a legal right of some privilege or inherent immunity. 
And disenfranchisement may be accomplished explicitly by law or implicitly through requirements applied in a discriminatory fashion, intimidation, or by placing unreasonable requirements on voters for registration of voters. See? Right there. They disenfranchise everybody, bro. Disenfranchising. You know, like, they got they got it where you they want you to, like, incorporate or franchise with their companies. Like, like said, I got a chain well, of arms. That's exactly restaurant. what they do, bro. Hold on. The, the, yeah. the, the 14th Amendment citizen is a franchise. Yeah, damn that's true. That's a franchise. <laughs> You're right. Hey, that's like McDonald's, you know what I mean? You're right up in yeah. their corporate. They, disen- <laughs> they, they disenfranchise you. Right, and you could assist me said that they franchised you into their own shit, but they took you out of your government so you couldn't vote in it no more. You didn't really. This is how they made sure that we can never actually vote again. We can never vote them out again, and we can never be vote ourselves in again. Essentially, nah, because like you know, the electoral college is the one who like controlling the vote. Really, that's who controls the votes. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Not us. No. No. But you become an elector when you are no longer stateless and you go back into where your nationality is. Yeah. Then you have the right to suffrage. Right now, as U.S. citizens, people don't have the right to suffrage. They have the right to, to cast to cast the ballot. Right. Because you can't just actually go in the ballot and change and, and change the law. That's a referendum. That's a special law, right? But see, it's funny that they won't call it a special law. They'll call it a referendum. <laughs> referendum, yeah. Nigga, that's a special law. What are you talking about? Y'all, y'all applied that. Y'all, how the fuck y'all gonna amend the Constitution in the state? Why did we need to be amended? It was written fine the first time. Mhm. Yeah, and it's like on the referendum. Hey, you're right because, like I said earlier, referendum the submission of a law proposed or already in effect to a direct vote of the people. Number two, the right of the people. Yeah, damn right. It's it's like the right of the people to vote directly on such laws superseding or overruling the legislature. That's right. So they took a general law. And then and, and then tried to change it to a like, special law, like California. California, yeah. the Constitution says you got the right to bear arms all yeah. day long, every day long, every day, as long as you want to. But then they tell yeah. people in California, oh, you can't even have a gun in your car unless it's in the trunk, and the and the gun and the clip got to be separated in the trunk. Well, what good is that? <laughs> yeah. What, what good? Dog, I ride around. I got two straps. I keep one yeah. on me and I keep one in the car. Yeah. At all times. I'm not looking for trouble. But nigga, no. if you come looking for me, I'm ready. You better believe it. Y'all ready. <laughs> so you mean to tell me in other states where the Constitution says the same thing, but they've created these special laws saying you yeah. can't do that. Pe- people really gonna people really gonna go with that. Yeah, they, they you know they 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 believe they believe everything on TV. You know that ain't did no research. Hey man, don't watch me, watch TV. Yeah, don't watch me. 
Yeah, that's you know? peace, God, you know. Yeah, and uh look uh, I appreciate you calling. Hey, hey, no no doubt, G. Um yeah, I look forward to the um, you know, the money ritual, you know. So um No doubt. You know no what doubt. it is, man. No we're gonna be putting we're gonna be putting that information out there for y'all soon so y'all know what's going oh, on yeah. with you, all right? Yeah, y'all already know, G. Peace, God. Okay, peace with God. Mm. Seven one eight nine two six. Yo, yo, peace, God. What's up with it? Peace to God. Yeah, God. Yeah, you called me earlier, but uh, I did remember that that question I have for you. If you could uh, answer that for me real quick. Go ahead. It was just um, being that child was just talking. Y'all brought up firearms too. Like, how can you get one without being having in the strong man name? Uh, you would have to have uh, your trust purchase one. You have to have the trustee for your trust purchase one in the name of your trust. Ah, uh, okay. You think they'll yeah. let that fly to, at a gun show, or I will have to be somewhere where you got to sit down and they do a whole bunch of anything at a gun show. If you got, if you have a trustee that 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 has a clean record and they're purchasing a gun on behalf right. of the trust, it's not a problem. Oh, all right, cool, cool. All right, that's a big guy. Yeah, that's all I had, God. Okay, Peace. Peace to the God. You can hear me? Yep. You hear me? Uh, what's going yeah, on? I hear you. It's all good. How you How, doing, man? How's everything? Good, bro. Pretty good, good man. Good. Pretty good. Yeah, good. Uh, you were talking about uh, your territory. And um, like when my dad first moved from Mississippi down here just before I was born, the city was called Scotlandville. Then the city of Baton Rouge um, tricked the people into incorporating with with them. Like they told hmm. them, um, if you allow us to build this Exxon plant right here, we'll cut we'll cut y'all a check every month. Well, first they never did that. <laughs> you know, they bullshitted the they, they bullshitted did. the people into yeah incorporating with them. Right, so, right. The question would be, I guess Scotlandville would be my territory, right? Now, is that the county? Yeah. What's the original county? That's uh, the original county? Then yo, Now, I'm going to tell you something. I had a conversation with Jonah. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I'm listening. Yeah, I had a conversation with Jonah recently. And we was talking about how in the Constitution, it actually tells you the name of the original counties before they change the names of them. So, if in doubt, pull the Constitution out. Right. If that's where you go, I'm gonna have to look um, into that. You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, you know, if that that county may actually even have a different name, it may have renamed your county, and that's what's so wild about it. Right. Because the Constitution it says that they, like, when I did the one in Oklahoma. It says that they have the, they put it in their constitution that they can rename people and places. Or, excuse me, that, that, that they couldn't rename people and places. But then what happens is they do that shit anyways. Right, zone your area Right. Because remember, everything's done under political subdivision. 
Right. So I come in with a I come in with my own political subdivision. You know, well, I pretty much can can control the gas. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and one more thing too, like when you talk about the Constitution, everything's not gonna be in the same section as another state's constitution is. Because I was no, looking through mine. You gotta go look. Right. I finally found what I was looking for on the corporations and corporate rights. Completely different section, and, uh, right? But but it had the same different. language. It had that this exact same language. I you know. So you're right, bro, you gotta look through there with you know check every second you really got to study them man you really got to go through and study them. but the more that you study the right. more that you see that there's really they're uniform it's what they are in their operation so one constitution will look like another one because they're so uniform mm-hmm. right but um no, and you, yeah, I mean, I you my... can't do nothing but respect that right Right. Yeah, I have my decoration of trust already. I'm going to um, go get the title gifted to it tomorrow and go file, um, get my trustee to file my paperwork in the DMV and get that rolling, you know? Yeah, you've been working on that trust for a minute. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Finally got it right. Got it right. Good. Good. Yeah. Good to hear Mm-hmm. I'll get back with you on that other deal for that court case. Okay. Uh, um, with the Rhythm Man Damon. Damon. Mm-hmm. I said that, that done pretty soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you be busy, man. I overstand that. Oh, yeah, man. We at the end of the yeah. quarter. Everybody know it's crunch time. Right. I, I got five thousand. I probably got about 20 consultations and three conferences I got to do tomorrow. And <laughs> I got to go right. save the world, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but it's like, um, uh, it's like what, what we doing tonight, uh, Brian? The same thing we do every day, thank you. It's like, what's that? Trying to take over the world. <laughs> For real. <laughs> yeah, but, um... <laughs> I'm going to try to make that Atlanta. Okay, no doubt. Ritual, yeah. I'm kicking with you. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. But I ain't going to hold the the line up too much longer. Just checking in with you. Okay, God. I appreciate you. Same here, bro. Peace to the Peace of the God. All right, 803-995. Peace of the God. Peace. Hey, what's going on, brother? What's going on? Uh, yeah, um, everything. That's right, that's right. Man, the brother just reminded me on that trust, man, Um, on that car trust. I was, you know, about to grade a gift over my titles. For my trust and have my um I got my mother as my trustee for mine um so so on, on, she would just take that information you know the uh, declaration of trust the title and the WA bin she would take those documents to the DMV correct that's right okay and that's too much problem 
Okay, cool. Those cool. Are the Those are the main documents you're gonna need. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, man. So I'm gonna go ahead and get mine set up, man. And I got two trucks. I got the titles too. So I'm gonna go and get those over to the trust and go ahead and have Mon Dukes go ahead and get it set up, man. And actually, I got my daughter's car too. So I'm gonna put hers in there. As a matter of fact, I got the title for that too. So I'm gonna put that in there. And and um, as far as that, um, when when we create the after we get all, all you know all the vehicles register with the DMV, is it best to go ahead and put the injunction on that trust? Uh, yep, you definitely should do that. You, you mean the trust on the injunction? Yep, we should right. Do that. Okay. Yep. You, you might even do that. Yep. As soon as you, as soon as you get the tags, you're gonna do that. Okay. Cool. All right, God, I ain't going to hold up the line, man. I just want to, you know, piggyback off what the brother had going on with his trust because he reminded me to go ahead and get mine set up. So, Yeah, man, you got to do that. That's important, man. Because yeah, definitely. You got to run around, man, you know, without them, without them proper tags. Exactly, especially since you know, I just got my IDP in the mail, you know, within this past week. So I'm waiting on my private IDs to come in from Jonah, so... Yeah, so, but other than that, I, got, I do got the injunction yeah, in. Yeah, you get those, yeah, 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 you could, like, the thing is, is, man, I, I tell people all the time, that's, you know, it's, as long as you got, um, injunction, and you got both of those, uh, you know, the IDP, probably like this, like, um, you should be good, man. You don't yeah. have no problem. You don't have no problem, man, when you travel. That's right. right. All right, now. No, I ain't gonna no hold the line, brother. I'll talk with you soon. Okay, God. All right, peace to the God. All right, let's go to 407 uh, 686. 407-686. Four seven four seven oh three oh one. Peace. Peace. Going down. Peace. What's up, bro? Question. Uh, if you lose if you lose a case and get a judgment against you, can you try to do a court of satisfaction? You can. You absolutely can, bro. And see, that, that's the interesting thing about it, right? If you win a case, or if you lose a case, and they and they and they say, yo, um, you know, you gotta pay this amount of money, right? Um, they, they never tell you. I want you to notice something. They they're never gonna tell you in what form of money to pay me. Number one, right? Number two, they're never gonna tell you. Um, like they're never gonna give you stipulations, like. You can't give us an accord and satisfaction. They're not going to do that with you. They're going to tell you, here's the judgment, here's how much you need to pay. It's on you how you do it. Gotcha. Gotcha. So who do you, who do you, um, do you get with the law firm or do you get with the company? Who do you pay? Oh, you, well, I mean, whoever's got the judgment against you is who you're going to pay. Cause that's who you would end up suing. 
in the event okay. that they take your money. Okay. Yeah. So like, if capital if it's Capital One and Capital One's got the judgment, then you you'll actually you'll build a Capital One if they're the one who who won the judgment. Whoever it is that you're supposed to pay the judgment. Oh, okay. I got these you. law firms. Like sometimes you got law firms that will come in as um, a third party, right? Like like a mediator, or, or if you will, you know, this is my client. I represent this client, and they may truly be representing the client, right? And you may actually be getting sued by Capital One, but they got a, an attorney. Sometimes they bought the debt, and then you get sued by the debt collector, which is a whole different thing. But if you, in a case like yours, if you actually went through the shit and you lost, well, then you can follow that up with the court of satisfaction based on whoever you're supposed to pay. Got you. Got you. All right. That made plenty of sense. Okay. Yeah. All right, bro. I appreciate that. No doubt. Peace to God. All right. Let's go to uh, 316-308. Peace to the guy, brother Joey. How we doing this evening? Oh man, everything's everything. That's what's good. That's what's good. It's brother Daniel out of Kansas. Um, I just kind of want to, if I could, uh, kind of piggyback off the brothers with the uh, car trust questions. Um, this is going to be a totally different one, so I don't want it to seem like it's going to be along the same lines, but. As far as the uh, trustee going in and registering the property or whatever the case may be, as far as how we do that with the uh, property or whatnot, does the trustee themselves have to show themselves to be foreign uh, as far as identification-wise? Nope. They can be domestic. Okay. You, no, can, no. you can be domestic. And you can be a domestic trustee for a foreign trust. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have much, God. I just wanted. I just wanted to get that part of it, uh, just to kind of throw that out there, just in case anyone else had that question. Yeah, no doubt. Appreciate you asking. No doubt, no doubt. Peace to the God. All right, peace to the God. All right, let's go to four zero seven six six eight. Peace, Joey. Peace. You hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. What's going on, Clifton? What's up, God? How you doing, G? It's all good. That's what's up, man. I'm at, I'm at the KO, you know. I'm just thrilled. Like 15 minutes ago, I seen the topic. I go back and listen to the show. You know what I mean? You know you say, um, you know, peace. I want to give my respect to y'all, man. First off, you know, to the whole high tech family. Y'all been teaching me a lot. Hello, how how you I tell everybody I'm a university student and I went to college, but it ain't nothing like this. Yeah. I got a master's degree right. in this shit. <laughs> Real right. talk. I went to the institute, but just like the institute. Real shit. I need a, I need to make some hindsight university shirts, man. We need some sweaters. Some shit. You know what I mean? You need to make some new evolution shirts too, bro. Word up, word up. I'm gonna need you to, I, yeah, I'm gonna need you not to forget what they should You ain't gotta say no more, Joey. <laughs> For sure, my <laughs> bad. For sure, I got you 100. Right. But check it. Um, put some respect on my name. Real shit. Put some respect on. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I was um, I got my um, 
I mean, and you had the consultation, so I put everything on the record now. I put um, I put everything on the record. I put um, denial U.S. citizen. You know what I'm saying? I put my birth certificate, um, yes. all that on the on the record because I didn't have it on the record. I yes. also got the oath of the judge, and I got Trinity versus Pacquiao from Pennsylvania. Oh, it's, also, it's over. It's over. I secured my um, my stenographer, so they on Tuesday morning they will be there. Um, we already paid yeah. for them and everything. Is that, is that a pre-trial date or what? What is that? Pre-trial. So Tuesday is my pre-trial. This uh, Tuesday is pre-trial. Yeah. So. So. What, what, mm-hmm. I, I told you what they'll probably do in that court. Um, is is they'll, they'll, they'll go through pre-trial and all of that, and then they'll set a trial date. And then more than likely, when you get ready to show up today for trial, that's when they're going to dismiss everything. You was telling me that. Two things, right? Um, one, in the pre-trial, what I pretty much just trying to, since I got my stenographer, would I be trying to just put everything that I put on the record, say out aloud? Is that, you know, some of the direction I would stay on, just getting everything on the record? Well, you know. yeah, so, 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 so basically the whole point of having a stenographer is so that anything that needs to be captured on the record at that particular hearing is captured. Mm-hmm. It's not so much so that you have to restate, oh, I put this, this, and this on the record. But if you want to say on the record, I've, I've done all of this, then it becomes part of the record. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, Shocking. you know, it's already mm-hmm. been made part of the record by the fact that the clerk stamped Heard. So now what the hell are they going to do during pre-trial if they can't speak? I'm trying to get my approach game together. I'm ready uh, like a motherfucker. No, pre-trial is where basically you show up and the prosecutor shows up and they go through all of the shit that's been submitted or whatever. And, and then they, they actually, to be honest, what pre-trial really is is an attempt for them to try to get you to do one last settlement with their ass. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's, like a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a meeting of the minds. And, and what they and what they do is is they know that you may go look it up to see what a free trial is. So, so they they may have you coming in there thinking, oh, it's a free trial. They might dismiss it, and then they'll play you, and they'll and they'll schedule a trial. Is Orange County mm-hmm. talking about? This is how they play their yeah, game. Trial is scheduled already. Yeah, they'll sure. schedule the trial, and, and then like I said, they'll mm-hmm. dismiss it. When you show up, that's normally what happens. And then who, who's the prosecutor? Is it a male or a female? It's funny. It's a female, right? If the prosecutor is a, a female. White, a white girl? A black lady. <laughs> a black lady. Uh, yeah, and some setup shit. So they, they put this black attorney on me. But when I was doing my pre I mean, I did the arraignment and the Heretta hearing, right? She wasn't there. They had two different people speaking. So at the arraignment, one lady spoke, white lady. Then at the yeah, uh, Ferretta, they, yeah, some, I, I, that, that's another thing I noticed. Switching them. There, they switch, yeah, that's another thing I noticed in Orange County is they do switch prosecutors up. Um, I think they switched the prosecutor up on us like three times out there. Oh, we on number three right now. Let's see what I get on Tuesday because I got a paraplegic one time, then I got a fat white woman. Now let's see what I get <laughs> on Tuesday. Let's see what the fuck happens. Yeah. But yeah, I just yeah. wanted yeah. to, you know, spit that he actually put when I put all that on the record, and they referred it to the judge. That the clerk was so cool. You want me to give this to the judge right now? So of course. So all right, I'll stamp it. I'll bring it to him right now. 
it's a word. So um, what he did was he wrote on it sovereign, sovereign, something like that, sovereign, <laughs> on it, and then pretty much filed my same paperwork again. I'll just put it back on the record. The same paperwork I filed and then put sovereign on it. But I don't, I don't know what the fuck that's yeah, supposed to mean. Yeah, they they be trying to be funny and shit with their stuff, but yeah, just stick, yeah, you know. stick to their rules. So all you got to do, you'll win that case. For sure, for sure, G. Yeah, I just want to give you the update. I John Tuesday I after that shit. I've been fifty years in that fucking courtroom before. You know. And what? I've seen them put niggas away for 50 years in, in Orange County courtroom before. My nigga. You know what I'm saying? My nigga. <laughs> nigga, you ain't talking no lie. When I was in there on arraignment, they locked two niggas up for five years. And they didn't speak. Yeah. Bro, they didn't even yeah. talk. They just like, a, yo, five it years, a, it bam. Was old head. What? It was an old head when I was in there. He, 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 he yeah. said, man, but I didn't do it, man. He said, well, sir, we got the video yeah. right here. Look like you're in the video. He said, yeah, but I didn't do what they said I did. He says, well, so you got a lawyer? Oh, shit. He says, I want to defend myself. He says, okay, go ahead and talk. He let that nigga talk. He says, all right, I sent you to the 50 years. They took that nigga away. Damn. Well, Damn. They're not playing around, dog. I already know they're not so, playing, bro. They surrounded me in the court. That shit is real. Let me just say that real quick. I met, I met the Taylor Hindsight family. All that shit y'all talking when I went to that hearing, bro, they kicked my cousin out in eight minutes. Eight minutes in, they kicked him out. They surrounded me with eight officers, uh, Joey. Inside, I'm on the stand talking to the judge, and I feel them. I look around, and they all surrounded me. Sheriffs coming in from the side door, from the back door, and they just surrounded me. I didn't even pay no attention to them, but that shit is real, man. They cleared the courtroom, oh, and they tried real. to intimidate me. <clears throat> this is real, real. That's real shit. I experienced that. Very real. Yeah, real shit, bro. Just for the hindsight, listen this, but you know, get your paperwork right, man. Follow these brothers, man, so we can get to the God level that we supposed to be at. Change this world. Peace to the God. Peace to the God. All right, that's what's up. Hey, I came in a little bit late tonight, y'all. Um, I got a late start, um, so I went a little bit over past my seven o'clock time. Um, and by the way, it's it's seven o'clock Eastern, but I give I give it like a good forty five minutes because y'all think it's drag y'all ass. You know, if y'all came on on time, we start on time. <laughs> All right, man. MakeMoreCommerce.com. If I got time with you this week, please make sure you reach out. I uh, get with you, my man Eugeno. I know we got time, and a few other people that have scheduled some time. I'm gonna get with y'all. Don't worry about that. Um, I'm gonna say peace to the gods. Uh, oh, Money Ritual. Make sure y'all looking out for the Money Ritual information. I, I have all that info for y'all. Hopefully by tomorrow for Jonah's show, or at least by Wednesday. Alright, with that being said, tune in tomorrow. Dr. Set will be on. Awake with our set. She's doing free readings tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning, right here, New Evolution Radio Network. Awake with our set. 10 a.m. Eastern. Don't miss it. She's getting out them free readings. You don't want to miss them free readings when she give them out. They're powerful. I just had mine. All right, we get ready to go to that new year, man. You might want to do that. You know what I mean? You might want to holler at your man. All right, I'm going to say peace to the guy. I'm up out of here. I'll holler at y'all in a few days. Peace. Peace.